What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Sunday, June 16th. I hope all you guys are having a great Father's Day. And I want to first and foremost give a shout out to all the great dads out there that are a part of their children's lives, that do what they have to do to make ends meet, to whatever they're doing, to work, to grinding, to supporting the family. You guys are appreciated. Um, from everybody out there we thank you guys for all the sacrifice that you do for all the hard work that you put in you guys are a blessing and you guys are very 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 underappreciated and underrated but we thank you guys on this day for just being good and supportive fathers with that being said today i want to come at you guys excuse me and give you guys nine high school basketball players young high school basketball players that are going to be impactful to basketball in the future. And what that means is is nine players who are none of them are are headed into their senior years yet. They're all in high school. They're either going to be juniors or sophomores or yeah, either juniors or sophomores. Nine players. And they're all going to be very good in the league for years to come. And not only in the league, but just in basketball period, they're going to be good for years to come. They're going to have long careers wherever they go either, you know, successful in the NBA, either <clears throat> or successful college careers, or even successful overseas. I don't know their futures. I, I, don't, I can't predict the future, but I'm content with saying all these players will be in the NBA sooner rather than later. With that being said, let's start it off real fast. Um, like I said, nine players. Let's get to number one. Number one, to me, is probably the, th- uh, he's probably, he's easily top five players in the nation he's easily the number one player in his class of 2022 he currently is uh living in ypsilanti michigan he goes to ypsilanti high school or yips or excuse me ypsilanti lincoln high school excuse me and he goes by the name of imoni bates if you haven't heard of this dude you should have by now he's honestly famous on all social media platforms he's blown up over social media he is a freaking different type of hooper he is honestly the only player that I can seriously consider comparing to Kevin Durant. He is literally, if KD had a son or a twin little brother or whatever the case may be, it is Imoni Bates. This dude is the truth. He's a 6'8", small forward. Like I said, he's a class of 2022, just wrapped up his freshman season. He's now playing AAU ball, getting ready for his sophomore season. He plays for his own team called Bates Fundamentals, um, where he plays, I believe, plays 16U. Um, this dude is just everything. He literally plays exactly like Kevin Durant, like same body movement, same, almost the same jump shot. His jump shot is pretty as hell though. I love it. Got good form, good rotation, good flick of the wrist. It's never changing. I love his game. I honestly love his game. He's from Michigan. And so college wise, um, oh yeah. And this is also important. This this was the main point. The class of 2022 is a very important class because, they're one of the classes that the uh, that the uh, NBA, excuse me, and the NBA um, Players Association are arguing that they should make the class of 2022 the first class uh, since I believe 2004, 2003 to be eligible to go straight from high school to the NBA instead of having to do a year in college. So that's why the class of 2022 is important. Okay, so just remember that. Imoni Bates will probably be the first player to do it, and he'll probably be the number one player in the draft by the time it comes. But 
if it doesn't happen to come, because he's class 2022, it's a very high possibility that it will happen. And if it does happen, I'm pretty sure he's already said that he will go straight to the NBA because he is that good. Um, but if for some reason it doesn't happen and he does end up going to college, 24-7 um, Sports actually has his crystal ball at 50% my Spartans of Michigan State and 50% the Wildcats of Kentucky under coach John Calipari. And I'd say that's pretty much accurate. Calipari has been to a few of his games. Um, and I don't know if he's officially offered. I doubt he has because he usually doesn't offer freshmen like that. But, you know, by the time Amoni's, a, say, a late sophomore year, early junior year, he'll definitely have the offer. Um, but a lot of coaches, honestly, aren't even bothering offering him. You know why? Because they honestly already think that he's NBA good. He's NBA he'll, – or he'll soon be NBA ready. All he has to do is really add a few more – a lot of more, excuse me, a couple more pounds of muscle, and he'll be good. He'll definitely be NBA ready easily. But if he does go to college, I can honestly see him playing for my Michigan State Spartans because he's visited Michigan State a million times. He's come to practices a million times. He's worked out at Michigan State a million times, and I think he honestly loves Coach Izzo, and I know he looks up to Miles Bridges and a couple other dudes up at Michigan State. And so I just know he's a big fan. So, you know, it's a chance if he does decide to play college basketball that he could suit up for my green and white Spartans. But I doubt it because he's that talented enough to play in the NBA as soon as he graduates from high school. So that is Imoni Bates. Like I said, honestly, one of the most talented players in high school basketball since like I, I hate to say it, but probably LeBron. Like, it's been some good players in between him, obviously. Like, you know, Andrew Wiggins was a, a phenomenon in high school. You Obviously, you had Zion. You still got LaMelo, but Imoni Bates is different. It's something different about this dude, I promise you. As soon as he adds just a little bit of more muscle, it's a wrap. He's going to be truly unguardable. He's already unguardable. Like, he gave uh, LeBron James Strive for Greatness team, uh, where, where Bronny James plays for, he gave them 43 points. And we'll talk about a couple of his players, too, that are on this list. But Imoni Bates is just different, honestly. Like, I really hope he plays at Michigan State for a year. If he doesn't, I don't care. I don't really care, but I still support him because this dude is literally the future of basketball. Like, I know it's a lot to put that on a kid, but he's that good. I'm a true believer in him. And that's Imoni Bates at number one. Number two, Jalen Duran. Now, I haven't watched a lot of this kid. Um... But I actually did watch him play for Team USA this past couple weeks um, for the under-16 team. Um, they played in Brazil. And uh, I have a couple of his teammates from that team on this list further down. We'll, we'll get into it in a minute. But Jalen Duran is from Philly. Obviously, Philadelphia is in Pennsylvania. He goes to Roman Catholic High School. I don't know why that name rings bells with me. But I can tell you right now that they produced a lot of college players. I, I, I don't know why. Um, it just rings bells with me. I'm sorry that I didn't look it up, but they have produced a lot of players. So um, Jalen Duran is just one of few. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's a 6'9 power forward. He is also in the class of 2022. So it's definitely a possibility that he can play in the NBA um, as soon as he graduates from high school. And it's more than likely because watching him, after watching him, honestly, he's just a physical specimen, very good post player, really good touch in the post, really good mid-range game. Very good defender, blocks shots, knows how to slide his feet, does a little bit of everything. And Jalen Duran is a very, very talented player. He's like I said, he's six nine, power forward. Um, he holds offers, excuse me, from Maryland, Penn State, Miami, um, and definitely expect more. Like I said, 
a lot of coaches don't usually just come out and offer freshmen. They usually wait until, like I said, either late in their sophomore years or early in their junior years. Um, and best believe he'll have Kentucky offering him, Kansas, Duke. All those will come eventually. He just has to keep going on the pace that he's at right now and even take it up a notch eventually. But Jalen Duran, I honestly like this dude. He plays for Team Final, who plays on the EYBL. They're based out of Philly. Um, Cam Reddish played for him. They've had a lot of players come out of there. But Cam Reddish most notably... Um, he plays on the 16U team. He doesn't play on the 17U team right now, but he does play on the 16U team. But he could easily play on the 17U team if he wanted to, but he's just dominant. I really like his game. He's a, like I said, a physical specimen. He's honestly just bigger than everybody he plays. Dominant. Just has to keep working on his offensive game. But honestly, he has pretty much the entire package. By the time he graduates high school, I can honestly see him taking that leap from high school to the NBA because he's that good. Like I said, he just has to keep progressing, keep expanding his offensive game, keep working, and he'll be fine. That's Jalen Duran. He is my number two player. Like I said, he is out of Philly. He's another ball player out of Philly. Goes to Roman Catholic High School, 6'9", power forward. Like I said, again, he's in the class of 2022. Next is Dior Johnson. You probably heard of Dior Johnson. He plays for LeBron James, uh, AAU team based out of SoCal called Strive for Greatness alongside Bronny James and Sky Clark, who we'll talk about later too, who is also on this list. But Dior Johnson is from, I believe he has pronounced uh, Sagerties, New York. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm so sorry. He's either Sagerties, New York or Sagerties, New York. I don't know how to pronounce it. Forgive me for that. But he is one of the top freshmen in the nation. Um, he's been to a couple different high schools. I'm not going to lie to you guys. He was at IMG for a period of time. He was at Finley Prep for a period of time, but Finley Prep will no longer have a basketball team as of now, so he had to transfer. He's now at Hill, Hillcrest Prep down in Arizona, which is one of the best teams in the nation with Kyrie Walker, Michael Foster, Dalen Terry. Um, Dior Johnson is talented, honestly. He's a 6'3 point guard. Like I said, he's from New York. He's in the class of 2022. Before he even got to high school, he had offered from... LSU, TCU, Memphis, Ole Miss, and St. John's. Since then, he's added offers from Alabama and Nebraska, and he just recently took an unofficial visit to Arizona State and coach Bobby Hurley. Honestly, his game is incredible. He's a 6'3 point guard, but he plays with a different type of swag with that New York, New Jersey swag. Another long list of point guards out of New York and New Jersey. He is different. He has moves. He's done moves in games that I've never seen before that a lot of people haven't seen before. He's very crafty with the ball, very good finisher, very nice jump shot, good slasher. He honestly just does a little bit of everything. I say the next step for him is obviously putting on weight, but becoming more of a playmaker. Honestly, it's crazy because I just seen him this past weekend. He threw a lob to himself on a fast break. Like literally he threw the ball down and caught it with one hand and, and dunked it. And, you know, he's just going to keep getting better. He's that type of kid that you can't doubt him. You know, he's just going to get better. He loves the doubt because he's just going to try and prove you wrong. And like I said, he's got that New York swag. He's got that New York bounce. He just plays like an elite-level point guard, and he's just going to keep getting better. Like I said, though, the best thing in the next jump in his game to really put him on a different tier is just to become an all-around playmaker. Right now, he's a very good elite scorer, but once he learns how to really become a true and overall playmaker, it's a wrap. Like, honestly, it's a wrap. But that's Dior Johnson. Be on the lookout for him. Like I said, he plays for Team Strive for Greatness, which is LeBron's AAU team. He's special, man. Um, I've heard a lot about him in this past 
four or five months, and he's gonna only get better. That so that's all I can really tell you. Just stay tuned for him. Like I said, he still has three more years left of high school, so you know you can watch him a lot. Um, next is Adrian Griffin Jr., who also played on the U16 team, um, USA team that just played in Brazil and won a gold medal with Jalen Duran, who I said earlier. Um, Adrian Griffin Jr. is from White Plains, New York. He goes to Archbishop Stepanak, which I believe is the same high school that Jordan Tucker went to, who was uh, a very good playmaker in the class of 2017, shooter, um, who went to Duke for his freshman year, then he transferred. Now he's currently at the University of Butler, playing under Coach Lavelle, Lavelle Jordan. But Adrian Griffin Jr., man, I've heard a lot about this kid. He currently plays on the EYBL circuit on the 17U team for the PSA Cardinals. He's one of their better players. I think he is to me. I think he's either their one or two best players on that team, along with A.J. Hoggart. Um, he's a 6'7", small forward in the class of 2021. 20, so that means he will be a junior this upcoming season. He has offered from Duke, Kansas, Villanova, and UCLA. Um, and I expect more schools to offer because he's just that good. He's just that talented. Um, honestly, I think the best part of his game that I like is he's a defender first. He's really scrappy on the defensive end. He's a very good shot blocker, whether, whether it be chase down blocks or just blocks facing up against the opposition. Um, also, at his size, to be a small forward, he is a very, very good playmaker. He really likes to create for others. You can tell watching his highlights that he has a very good feel for passing the ball. Um, for a small forward, that's honestly rare because usually small forwards want to score a lot. But nah, Adrian Griffin is unselfish. He's a very good playmaker for what he is. And, you know, he honestly, as good of a playmaker as he is, he can score whenever he wants to. He has a really good really good range on his jumper. Um, Mid-range jumper is good. Knows how to attack and finish through contact. I like this dude. I really do like this dude. He is very talented. Um, the sky is honestly not the limit for him. He can really do whatever he wants with the basketball in his hands. His future is super bright. He's hella talented, and he's young. And like I said, Duke, Kansas, Villanova, UCLA offers um, fresh out of your sophomore year. You're only going to get better. You're, you, only, you're, you have no choice but to get better. And he's playing under two good coaches and his high school coach and his AAU coach, who are both very good coaches. And he's only going to get better. So, that's Adrian Griffin Jr. Be on the lookout for him. Like I said, he's from White Plains, New York. Um, that's him. Next, we have another player in the class of 2022. Remember I said the class of 2022 is special because it's going to be probably the first class since LeBron in 2003 um, to be able to make the jump from high school to the NBA without going through college. And that's Chris, Living uh, excuse me, Chris Livingston. Same last name as Sean Livingston. Um, Chris Livingston, no, I don't believe they're related, by the way, either. But Chris Livingston is from Akron, Ohio, same place as LeBron. Um, he, he currently goes to Butchell High School. He's a 6'5 shooting guard. And like I said, he's from the class of 2022. Currently right now, he holds offer from Ohio State, University of Alabama, Birmingham, and Akron, hometown Akron University. But expect more offers to come. Obviously, he just finished his freshman year of high school, so he's only going to get more offers, only going to get better. The thing I like about his game the most is that he is a slasher. He's athletic. He knows how to finish through contact with either hand. Um, can really shoot it, too. Has very good range on his jumper. Mechanics need a little bit of work on his jumper to get a little bit more fluid. But he can still shoot the ball as of right now. Um, and at his size, to be 6'5", 
he's very fast with the ball. Like, I know it's, you know, he's not De'Aaron Fox fast or, you know, like John Wall fast, but for his height and to be that young, he is super, super fast with the rock in his hands. So, um, he was actually another member of the uh, U16 USA team that just went, that just came back from Brazil that won a gold medal. He was actually the MVP of that team. Um, he really did does a lot of everything. Like I said, he's a score first, score mentality first, but he does everything. He's a scrappy defender, plays both ends of the ball. I really like his game. He's talented. Um, high IQ player, too. That's one thing I do like. Um, and he just knows how to find his teammates. He's not really selfish. He's just all-around good playmaker and just does a little bit of everything. So that's Chris Livingston. Um, very good player. Like I said, he only holds offers from Ohio State. Um, UAB and Akron right now, but trust me, his recruitment will definitely blow up in the next couple of months, maybe even years, for, for sure years, but for sure, you know, months too. So that's Chris Livingston Jr. He actually played for We All Can Go All-Stars. It's, it's a travel ball team that's based out of Tennessee, North Carolina, Kentucky. They usually get all the best players. They've had a, a plethora of talent come through there. Um, he's just going to add on to the list. He might be one of the best to play for him, and that's Chris Livingston. Next, we have Max Christie. Max Christie is a 6'6 shooting guard in the class of 2021. That means he will be headed into his junior year next year. He's currently from Rolling Meadows, Illinois. He goes to Rolling Meadows High School in Illinois. Um, this dude um, also played on the U16 um, USA team in Brazil. I'm going to keep saying that because all these players have. He's actually the last one. But um, his game... He's all-around scorer. Honestly, he's just an all-around bucket. He scores from everywhere, anywhere, however you want it. Three-point shooter, mid-range, get to the right, get to the free throw line. He does a little bit of everything. He's honestly just the ultimate scorer. It's on his jumper is very pretty. He shoots it the same every time. Uh, good rotation, knows how to get down, be ready to catch and shoot. He does it all. Honestly, he's a very good shooter. Offensively, he's just a step ahead of everybody around him or in his class or whatever the case may be. He's just super talented. I believe he's either, if he's not the leading scorer in the Under Armour Association, he is the second leading scorer. Um, he plays for the Illinois Wolves, which is a very good AAU team um, in the Under Armour Association. And he's just talented. I like his game. Um, recently, um, he was, he actually today, he was offered by my Michigan State Spartans. Um, but his crystal ball off of 24-7 Sports says Duke. And honestly, he fits the Duke mode. He looks like a Jason Tatum um, prototype, Brandon Ingram prototype. He looks just like the type of player that Coach K would want. Um, like I said, he's only about 6'6 right now, but I think by the time he graduates high school, he'll be about 6'7, 6'8-ish. And, you know, he just got to put some weight on him. He's kind of skinny and slender right now, but as soon as he adds a little bit of weight, it's only going, going up from here. He's definitely going to be an NBA player. And that's Max Christie. Like I said, uh, crystal ball is 100% Duke. Got an offer from my Spartans today. He has an offer from Villanova, Illinois, the home, home state school, Stanford, and Ohio State, and plus more. He is st stupid talented, stupid talented. He had all the tools in the world. He's only going up from here. And that's Max Christie. Um, next, we have Sky Clark. If you haven't heard about Sky Clark, you will soon. Put it like that. Sky Clark is a true point guard. He is a 6'2 point guard. Um, from Northridge, California. Shout out to Northridge. It's only about 15 minutes from where I'm at right now. Um, he is in the class of 2022. That means he just wrapped up his freshman season. 
Um, uh, he goes to Heritage Christian High School, which is a very good basketball program out here in Southern California. Right now, he only holds offers from Arizona, DePaul, and Arizona State, but those are all recent offers. And trust me when I tell you, he's going to have a lot more offers than that because he's that talented. He also plays for LeBron James AU Team Strive for Greatness. And a quick story about him is crazy because my uncle, who actually works out at the same place that Gilbert Arenas works out in, I won't say the location because it's kind of in the cut anyways, but um, he actually seen Scott Clark working out as a younger kid, not in high school, but like a few years ago. He seen that Gilbert Arenas was trained or used to train with his kid, and it ended up being Sky Clark. And I was like, okay, so Gilbert's definitely training a prodigy. And now you look at him, he's all over YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and he's only blowing up. Sky Clark is talented. Gilbert Arenas has already said that he's going to be a killer. And now that he's working out with LeBron and stuff like that, being around LeBron, he's only going to get better right now. He's just a true point guard. He does everything, but I think the best part of his game is that he's a sneaky, bouncy player. He can dunk the ball, but like looking at him, you wouldn't think he's as bouncy as he is, but he is a very talented point guard, uh, can shoot it, can score it, can pass, does a little bit of everything. I think he's probably the most true point guard on that Strive for Greatness team as of right now, um, but he just does a little bit of everything too. That's why I like his game. St super talented, and you know Gilbert Arenas is only going to make him better, and like I said, being with LeBron now, you can pretty much just mark him up as an NBA player. Even though he's only about to be in his sophomore year of high school, he's talented. He's just going to be another long, another player on a long list of talented players from Southern California. Shout out to SoCal. That's where I'm from. And you can honestly just add Scott Clark to that list. So, um, like I said, Arizona, DePaul, and Arizona State are the only schools as of now to give him offers. But trust me, when I say all the schools in the country will be calling sooner rather than later. Um, next, we got two more players left. Um, Kennedy Chandler, probably, honestly, the most underrated player in the entire nation right now is Kennedy Chandler. Kennedy Chandler is from Memphis, Tennessee. Shout out to Memphis, the 901. Um, he goes to Briarcrest Christian Academy, or I believe Academy. Um, he's a 6'1 point guard. He is in the class of 2021. That means he will be a junior in high school this upcoming season. He has offered from Arkansas, which is funny because I believe one of his cousins used to play for Arkansas in the late 80s. Um, Nebraska recently just offered. LSU recently offered. Ohio State. And he's taken an unofficial visit to the University of Ole Miss in Kermit Davis. A lot of people are saying that he's going to end up going to Ole Miss. And it's funny because he does look like an Ole Miss player. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he went there, but I think Arkansas will probably end up getting him because Eric Musselman is really good at developing his guards, but we'll see. It's still early in his recruiting process, but, um, he plays for Mocan Elite, who's one of my favorite tribe ball teams in the EYBL because as I always say, they're the Spurs of the EYBL. They're coached by a good coach and coach, uh, I believe his name is Rodney Perry or Reggie Perry. I forget, or I'm, forgive me for forgetting. But um, it's Coach Perry for sure. But he just always has their teams sharing the ball, moving the ball, running good set, sets, excuse me, always being fundamentally sound. And Kennedy Chandler, he does not get the credit that he deserves, honestly. Like, um, I know he's only in the class of 21, and a lot of people don't really mention the class of 21 like that, even though they have a lot of talent. But he should be definitely higher ranked as the point guard because 
One thing I like about his game, I think the best thing about his game and a, a crucial thing that all point guards should have is his changes of pace. He is really good at changing speeds. And by doing that, it allows him to get to the rim faster because guards that are defending him don't really see it coming. And he's not really the fastest kid out there, but with his change of speed, it's so easy to blow by people. And he's really good at finishing out the rim with both hands with his right and left hand. I believe he's a righty. Um, his jumper is kind of unorthodox, but it goes in. It's not like a, a fundamental jump shot, even though I, that really is no such thing as a fundamental jump shot, if you ask me. But um, it's unorthodox, but it goes in. He definitely is not afraid to shoot the thing, but he's also just an all-around good playmaker. But the best thing I like about the game, like I said, is that changes of speed. It's honestly just different. Like It's a blow-by speed that a lot of players should learn how to use because it definitely takes you from being a solid point guard to being an elite point guard. And Kennedy Chandler is that for a reason. It's a reason that all these coaches have offered him because he's that talented and he's that special and he's only going to get better. And I'm a true believer in this kid. I compare him to Cassius Winston because um, he's not that fast. He's not the most athletic player on the court, but he probably is the smartest and has the highest IQ, whoever he's playing. And that's Kennedy Chandler, man. Be on the lookout for him. He will be in the Peach Jam, like I said, playing for Mel Ken Elite. And he goes to Briarcrest Christian. So be on the lookout for him. He's only a 6'1 point guard. Like I said, class of 2021. So stay on the lookout for him. Last but not least. Last but not least is Paulo Banchero. He is from Seattle, Washington. He currently goes to O'Day High School. In the Seattle area, he's a 6'9 power forward, and he is in the class of 2021. He is arguably the number one player in the class. I believe he's top five in most of the recruiting ranking sites, but he is spectacular. Um, his crystal ball as of right now is 100% to the University of Washington under Coach Hopkins, um, but he also has offers from Gonzaga, uh, Alabama, and most recently Memphis. Um, this past weekend, he was at the MBPA Top 100 Camp, which is the National Basketball Players Association camp that they have every year where all the top players in the nation go and attend a camp that's at the, that's held at the University of Virginia. Um, and he ended up being the MVP of the camp. Um, like I said, he's a 6'9 power forward, but I think the best way to describe his game, because I've watched him a few times now, is polished. He honestly is one of the most NBA-ready players in all of high school. Regardless of class, you know, he does everything. He can uh, post you up. He can hit you with the mid-range game. He can take you off the dribble from the three-point line. He does whatever. And one of the best things about his game is that he knows how to find his teammates when, to get them open and when they hit their best shots. Paulo Banchero does everything. He really is good. I think... He's most effective when he's posting players up because his post game is super elite. He has very good post moves using his feet, whether it's, you know, spinning off the block, using a hook shot, whatever the case may be. He's most lethal probably in the post, but his mid-range game is phenomenal. He is honestly everything you want in a power forward. He, wherever he goes to college, he's going to be super effective. Once he gets to the NBA, he's going to be super effective because he is so talented i really enjoy watching him play i actually watched him play a couple eybl games um he also will be attending the peach gym but man he honestly is just super talented like he does everything like as a power forward to be as talented and polished that's the my favorite word to use for him polished because he does everything it's nothing that he does not have in his game 
The only thing he probably doesn't really do, he probably has it in his game, but he doesn't do it a lot, is shoot the three ball. And, you know, he probably, like I said, he probably has it, but he just is so good and talented that he doesn't necessarily have to use it right now. By the time he gets to college, he'll probably shoot it a little bit more. And obviously in the NBA, you know, everybody in the NBA shoots three, so I'm pretty sure he'll be ready to go by then. But as of now, he's just super dominant in the post in that mid-range area, that, you know, short corner, short elbow, whatever the, whatever you want to call it. He does it all. Like, I really love his game. Like, he's so fun to watch because he just scores in every single way. And not only that, he's just a super good passer. To be 6'9 and passing the ball like that and being able to score like that, he's literally what Ben Simmons praise he should he's no let me not say that he's what ben simmons should be posting up making plays and doing a little bit of everything honestly ben simmons should be paulo bonchero if you want to and i'm just keeping it a buck with y'all because he's that talented but man like i said he's already um or he's he's 100 crystal ball to washington i'm pretty sure he's going to end up going there barring some type of changes um he's already unofficially visited there a couple times he will be only entering his junior year of high school this upcoming season. So look out for him. Like I said, he plays for the Seattle Rotary in the EYBL circuit. He will be in the Peace Jam. And, man, that's just Paulo Bonchero, man. Super talented, does everything, 6'9", power forward. It's honestly no way to guard him. He's a top five player in America, in the country, if you ask me. And I love his game. So that's my entire list. All these players, if you don't know about them now, you should and you definitely will in the future because they are all the future of basketball. Running down their names again one more time, all nine players. Imoni Bates, Jalen Duran, Dior Johnson, Adrian Griffin Jr., Chris Livingston, Max Christie, Sky Clark, uh, Kennedy Chandler, and Paulo Bonchero. Remember those names because you are, or excuse me, you have been warned. So if I haven't done the warning, you know, if you don't listen to me, eventually you're going to hear me out in the future. So, man, I appreciate you guys for listening. As always, have a beautiful and blessed rest of your Father's Day. This has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and share. I will talk to you guys soon. Have a good day. One love and peace.